of the living geek. Traveling through time and space, it's the podcast of timey-wimey proportions, Podcastica. Now, here's John and Taylor. Thank you, Irving, and hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica here on NOTLG.com. Episode 94, we talked about the lie of the land. My name is John, and joining me this week, as always, is my good friend, Taylor. Taylor, how's it going? Uh, it's going, John. Had kind of a kind of a mixed day. We're in the land of all the birthdays between my mom yesterday, Echo today, um, and she also lost her first tooth, turned six oh, and lost the tooth. There you um, go. And my wife, Amber, tomorrow, and then I also got sad news that my, my favorite teacher from high school passed away Yeah, uh, today. So it's been kind of a mix. Sorry to hear that. That is... Yeah, it, it's okay, but he, he was a great guy. He actually taught science fiction. Science fiction was a senior course. That's awesome. Uh, at my high school, and I took it, and, and it, was, it was awesome. In fact, I turned him onto the X-Files. I used to loan him uh, videotapes <laughs> that I would record. I'd record the X-Files and be like, here, here's, here's the no, next six episodes. That's awesome. So I got him. Yeah, that's a claim to fame of mine. I got him turned onto the X-Files. Awesome. Well, so yeah, just hold on to the good memories. That's what exactly that's what I tell everybody to do. Exactly. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Nothing too yeah. um, too exciting going on over here. We've uh, the studio has been busy. Oh my god, uh, we had. I think we've recorded a podcast every day this week. Wow, in the studio, and that includes tomorrow. Which um, oh boy, yeah, it's just super busy. But I'm doing well. I'm going to go see Wonder Woman tonight. I'm excited about that. So, Oh, excellent. I've heard great things about it. I have as well. Good, finally. And I'm glad that it was Wonder Woman that broke this DC nonsense. Right. So, Taylor, we have a yes. special guest with us. Oh, we, we do indeed, don't we? Yes, we do. You can find this week's guest doing stand-up on Saturday, June 10th at 6.30 p.m. at the Tao Comedy Studio in Los Angeles as a part of the Laugh Riot Girl Comedy Festival. Or you can catch the first episode of Season 2 of Car Lunch with Lauren on YouTube. You <laughs> could call her a bit of a celebrity in the Whovian community. Please welcome Miss Lauren Bancroft. Lauren, hello. Oh, hey. Was that, that good? was a great intro. Was that good? John, I did. So oh much. man, I nailed it. All right, good. I have I have nothing to plug at the end of the episode now. No, you will. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Hi, John. Hi, Taylor. Hello. Hey, what's happening? Nothing. Uh, thank no, you for nothing. for joining us. Thank you for letting me invite myself. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I was fine yeah. with it. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, let's get let's get through the who news and then the intros and then I will ask. Lauren, uh, how she feels about this season so far. So let's get into the who news and uh, Taylor, if you would like to go right ahead. Definitely. Um, this this is kind of cool because I mean, I at least I like old stuff. I mean, this is that's just me. Um, but an original 1967 Ice Warrior head has been found and preserved. Uh, the work was done by a team led by Mike Tucker, who's worked on both classic and current Doctor Who. Uh, and the story itself is detailed out in Doctor Who magazine number 513, in case you can find that on shelves or normally have that coming. I'll stick the uh, link to it. They've got some pictures of the head and everything uh, in Perfect. the show notes. Check That's, that out. That is very interesting. I know. To, to have it still survive, you know, uh, even a little bit kind of broken down in places. But they did do a preservation on it uh, some 50 years later. Huh. And judging, judging by... Uh... The preview we saw at the end of uh, The Lie of the Land, it's very topical right now. We're going to see oh, the Ice Warriors right? next week. Yeah. Exactly. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. And that's that's it for Who News. We usually, yeah, I mean, we, well, we, we usually record on, on Sundays so we can gather some more things. But, I mean, there you go. I'm just impressed I have some story notes. I'm, me too. <laughs> Same. Same, Taylor. Every- it's pretty much everything that was on TARDIS Wikia at that point. All right. So this week we watched The Lie of the Land, starring Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, Pearl Mackey as Bill, Matt Lucas as Nardole, and Michelle Gomez as Missy. It was written by Toby Whithouse and directed by Wayne Yip. It first aired June 3rd, 2017, and is the eighth story of season 10. Taylor, those brief story notes. Let's hear them. Yes. 
<laughs> well, in the episode, we get some archival material from the episode Blink, Nightmare and Silver, Into the Dalek, and the pilot um, are all shown. And so then by extension, the Weeping Angels, the Cybermen, and the Daleks are all shown in this episode. Um, and apparently the read-through for this episode took place on January 11th this year, and filming took place, even though it didn't quite look that cold, uh, between January 16th and the 22nd of February of wow. this year. All right, then. And Taylor is always world-famous synopsis. <laughs> yes, so the Doctor, Bill, and Nardle set out to shut down a pirate transmission and Doctor Who keeps things tightly politically topical, uh, but can they boost the signal? Okay, so Lauren, yes. hi, hello, hi. <laughs> I, I, I would I would like your thoughts, uh, or just t- tell the uh, the people your thoughts on on this season so far of Doctor Who. Um, I I've enjoyed it. Um, I thought it definitely started the strongest. Uh, like with the pilot, I thought I think that was the strongest episode of the season so far, and I still feel that way after the eighth episode here. Um, I thought it was good. I really love Bill. I really love Bill and Twelve's relationship. I feel like that's mm-hmm. what I've enjoyed so far most for the season um, is their dynamic. Uh, and obviously a little bit of Nardle, too, because he's pretty great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've, I have not been disappointed so far this season. Excellent. All right. So le- what I guess, what did we think of this episode in general? Anybody? Any takers? Anybody? <laughs> I mean, I liked I'll it. <laughs> I, I I did too. I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it, there's definitely um, I've got it in my notes here. There's there's definitely that kind of like uh, 1984 feel to it. Um, you know that oppressive dystopian. Um, you know we all have to wear coveralls uh, even when we're home lounge, lounging on the couch. Yeah, that was a really great look. It was not. <laughs> it was not a great look. That's nothing says I want to get home from work and just chill and watch TV. Like I'm gonna put on some coveralls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I love that feeling to it. Um, like I said, I mean, I, I think this season and I can only assume it's intentional is, is being very topical to everything that is going on in our world right now. And, and I love that about Dr. Who this season. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't, I mean, it's definitely been more so this season, but I mean, we got a ton of that with Zygon invasions, Zygon inversion last season. Yes. yes I mean, that definitely. was incredibly poignant. Yeah. Um, and I think we've gone just more more down that rabbit hole. I mean, oh, this, for sure. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, the fact that we've got a uh, like a memory crimes unit. Yes. Uh, in this. <laughs> I mean, how, realistically, I mean, how far away are we from that reality as it is? I mean, it's it's just as kind of creepy on that level. Yeah. And as far as specific, um, you know, to use the word topical again, uh, specific topical references in this episode. I mean, the doctor said fake news. Yes. And there was yes. an image of there was an image of Donald Trump at I the end I of the episode. Yeah, yeah, you did. I saw it. And yeah. I, oh. I almost flipped my desk. I didn't yeah. catch that. Trump, get out of my Doctor Who. Yeah. Well, and, the, you know, obviously there's the, the, the reference last week. It's like, you know, it's not my president. It's orange. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, totally. It, it's, um, yeah, but g- good science fiction, I think, is really good when you can make that sort of commentary on the world around us at any given time. I mean, the doctor's talking about fascism and, you know, there's all sorts of, you know, scary stuff going on in the world. I mean, just, just today, there's been like, you know, two separate attacks in London and, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's saddening. It's maddening. You know, obviously our hearts go out to everybody affected by that. Yeah. Okay. I, I won't mean to take it down. That no, far, that's sorry. fine. <laughs> I'm going to take it down another. I'm going to take it down another thing where um, I feel like the Moffat and Toby Whithouse had the had a similar conversation that uh, Nardle and the doctor had um, regeneration a little too much. No, I think it was a nice touch. Hey, show. <laughs> let's calm it down a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm an opinion on that. Uh, yeah. I don't know, John, do you have more to say on that? I. Uh, they teased us with this scene in uh, the teasers for this season, and yeah. we noticed last week that he was in the room. <laughs> he was in the room where it happened this week. That was a funny little reference. Just nailed for, him. Nailed. Yep, nailed it. 
so yeah, I we kind of figured, all right, this is going to happen, and it's not going to actually happen. I just don't. I don't like the tease of it because. But then, how do we? Uh, how does he tease that? Like, because we're in a reality. How does does he just he can do that and just use more energy? Well, I mean, we we've seen him uh, harness his regeneration energy in the past to heal uh, to heal others. Like we've seen it. So in theory, like he does have that ability to kind of call call on it. I, um, what I, what I don't like though about it is that he was blind for a few episodes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he didn't like he didn't use his regeneration energy to fix his eyes and yet he'll use a little bit of it to oversell uh yeah. a situation to bill like and like i get the question of like maybe he doesn't know how much regeneration energy he has left or how many regenerations he has you know how many did he get at the end of um time of the doctor yeah is that right yes um i mean we don't we don't know and if he doesn't know i kind of understand that but then he used it to to sell this gag like what the other Come thing on. that bothers me about it is i'm pretty sure bill doesn't even know what regeneration is no he doesn't uh, that and, is true or sorry she doesn't that's correct because i mean a few episodes ago he made a reference to like different faces and he's like oh it was, it was in the pilot sorry yeah um when he's she's like oh does that change like did is that up for discussion and like, he never <laughs> he doesn't address it after that no he doesn't he doesn't well, explain. And, but didn't he in oh god, was it was it oxygen? Then I see actually it mentions was, regeneration. I think it was brushed aside again. I'm it, but, barely but it certain. Was. Exactly. And it was brushed aside. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. So yes. that's kind of why it's just that that was for us, and I didn't enjoy that it was for us. Yeah. I one hundred percent agree with because that. Because she doesn't I, know I, what regeneration is at all. She's heard of it, and that's it. Too much going on in this episode, too much going on in the world to even ask about it either. So it's yes. like there's no there's no payoff in the show. Yeah. It's just something for us to talk about on the podcast afterwards. <laughs> like that's it. So I yeah, kind of feel like this is just gonna I, get brushed under the rug until whenever. Yeah. yeah. Annoying. It's but it, it is and I and I totally I see where you guys are with that and 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 I agree and it's um uh boy other than it it's literally you know Bill popping caps. Yes. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> yeah, that sorry. was um pretty that was really interesting. Yes, like, I it know was. she was desperate, but did, yeah, I don't did it almost feel like that was like maybe out of character like it was beautifully acted. Pearl Mackey. Hot oh, damn. Yeah, she was Jeez. amazing. Jeez. She was killing it. But I, yeah. I feel like it, that was so extreme. Like, I know well, this... it was like the worst possible situation for her to to have to accept. But... Yes. Yeah. Mm. And I, I think I think this happening as early in the episode as it did, we didn't really get as much a chance to kind of build up with her all this time of like, oh, my gosh, you know, Things are horrible, but I remember how they were. And, and, you know, we don't see literally months and months of her kind of going, no, really, the, the doctor's got to have a plan. The doctor's got to have a plan only to get there and have the doctor obviously playing her, but being like, no, no, sorry, I'm, I'm with the monks now. Yeah. Uh, but her, her reaction, that, that anger um, and that, that overwhelmed after, like after it happens. I I love that. I love how she sold that. I I just I love her expressions. You know, just that desire to go like like Nardle. I'm gonna beat the crap out of you, dude. Uh, <laughs> that, that was great, yeah. that was that was nice. Bill uh, punches when she gets excited, and also just uh, punches. Apparently, I, re- I respect that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I I guess maybe initially I thought maybe it, it might be a little out of character for her to have actually shot the doctor. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess she is realizing that it's this a, is all her decision. Yeah. And the way the, the way the world is, is because of her and it's because of her love for him that she was able to ask the monks for help. Yeah. So yeah. I guess it does make sense. I just, I'm like, no, don't, don't shoot my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, John, I've got a question for you and, mm-hmm. and maybe Lauren, you as well by extension, I'm, but I, I can't remember how, familiar with classic who you are um but again speaking about this scene and and going back to kind of like um the doctor kind of like uh, uh testing her with with the whole like no look i've gone over to the other side and oh you know this planet needs saving and stuff 
I I kind of got this vibe of like how Seven was breaking Ace's faith in Curse of Fenric. Yes. Um, or how Eleven did that with Amy at one point. Yes. Um, oh, did you guys? Oh, you know what episode? You know what episode he did that in? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I believe it was God Complex. Yeah. Also yes. written by Toby Whithouse. Oh, good. Actually, can I just? I'm sorry to interrupt you, Taylor. I usually no, like right. to like to reference the episodes that the writer has also contributed to the Doctor Who universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a list right here, if I could. Just yeah, go for it. Great. So Toby Woodhouse wrote School Reunion, The Tenth Doctor, Vampires yeah. of Venice, God Complex, and A Town Called Mercy for 11. I like And that. then he wrote Under the Lake and Before the Flood for 12. Ooh. So this is his third episode writing for 12. Nice. And I loved Under the Lake and Before the Flood. Those yes. Oh, good. same. Fantastic. So okay. So I guess that, yeah, wow, that makes a lot of sense. We're uh, breaking our companion's faith in the doctor. Yes. Oh, good reference. Fun. Thank yes, thank, thank you. you. And another real quick, another God Complex thing is, uh, that's one of my favorite episodes. Yes. Uh, God I Complex. Love that episode. So good. Um, but in God Complex, like the uh, the phrase praise him was pretty prevalent. Oh, yes. And, and in this episode, uh, one of the newscasters says, praise be the justice of the monks. Yeah. Like that's, so we get some <laughs> praise, more more praise from Toby Woodhouse. We're just praising Probably, everybody. Probably maybe a coincidence. Who knows? But I picked up on it. Nice. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I mean, speaking of other references, we had... Actually, no, let me circle back and agree with you about Seven and Ace. Yes. You got that vibe. I did get that vibe. Very much mm-hmm. so. And I feel like we were told we were going to get that vibe a little bit throughout this series or season. Yeah. I mean, we've had a few people kind of say that they kind of get that seven and ace vibe. Yes. Off this season. So here's another example of that. Uh, we had Magpie Electrical. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. Which was, that was awesome. Very cool. First scene in Idiot's Lantern. Very cool. Mm hmm. Very Love nice it. to see that again. And glad to see they're still doing business and still doing well after yeah. sixty years. When was Idiot's, Idiot's Lantern set? It was the fifty-three, I think. Fifties? Yeah, when was wow. Coronation Day? Yeah, yeah, fifty-three. There you go. It was a long time running. Good for them. Yes. Yeah. The economy, man, it's hard. Good for them. So I guess let's just dive into the story a little bit here. Basically, the doctor he tricks Bill. Which is lame, but whatever. Um, and we get the band back together, and we decide that we need to go find someone that can help us. And Nardole, or as he was called earlier in this episode, Nardi. Nardi. I believe he called himself Nardi. <laughs> by, by himself, yeah. I'm fine yeah. with it. <laughs> uh, we go to the vault. Yes. Uh, sure do. I love the design of the vault. I love that it has what seems to be five locks, four or five locks on it. Something like that, yeah. I mean, it, I guess it makes sense, considering who's in the vault. Right. And is this the first meeting of Bill and Missy? It yes. is. It is. And I love that she says, oh, you just have some, you have a lady locked in here. I thought it was like some kind of monster. It mm-hmm. is. <laughs> it sure is. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I love Michelle Gomez. She's just the best. Is it is it bad that I really just kind of crush on Missy sometimes? Like I know no. she can just, like, destroy the world, but I'm kind of like I, you you yeah okay I'm uh, sure <laughs> and the accent the accent just the way uh, she says the word good that good good I love it I love when the doctor is trying well actually Bill kind of gets to the point she's like so you've defeated yep. them before like what's up can you tell us. And then we get that walk around by Capaldi while oh, Michelle. That was great. <laughs> it was very good. While uh, Michelle Gomez is playing hot or cold, which was great. It was hilarious. It's just it a was very... such a such a playful. Yes. A playful way to play what could be a very serious scene. Like they're talking about the fate of the world. Yeah. And you know billions of lives, and they're mm-hmm. just it's like a game because they're both so smart. Ugh. A game that friends play. It is. Yes. <laughs> um, I absolutely loved. I loved their. Um, I love their banter. Yes. As always. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I know it makes sense that Michelle Gomez will be leaving after this season because Peter's leaving. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't want her to go. But no. it, they're so great together. I. I. I almost. 
don't want to picture her with any other doctor. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I agree with that. I as much as I she's just been so great. There have been times where I'm like, man, I wish she could just be the doctor. That'd be cool if that happened somehow. <laughs> <laughs> just want to keep her. I want to keep her on the show because she's so good. Would, and I hope we see. Do we know if we're going to see more of her this season? Yes. I mean, they're they're set. I mean, they're setting up for you know with, with her at the end being remorseful. Oh my god! And in feeling feeling wow. the grief that she in theory has never felt. Yeah. Like obviously, it's the master. You ask the question of: Is it genuine? Yeah. Is she really letting herself feel remorse? Because mm-hmm. she accepts it. It it does look like she's maybe moving in a direction that the doctor wants her to move in cold turkey it, as he it's said such a struggle for i think we saw it in peter's face how how hard it is for him to see his friend this way yeah i i get the feeling that when we get the return of john sims master and we get them playing off each other i've got a feeling that all this work that the doctor is trying to do to quote-unquote rehabilitate her I think that is all going to go away. Oh, I don't gonna, like I'm, that idea. I, I could be <laughs> totally wrong, but Missy, I think, is best when she is a little bonkers. Mm-hmm. And um, I've got a feeling. I'm just, just a gut feeling. I've not read anything. I don't know any spoilers that would indicate that, but I know how, how off the wall John Sims' master was, and to get the two of them together, I've got a feeling one's going to rub off on the other, but I could be wrong. Although I, I will say, and maybe I'm not completely all up on the rumors and spoilers for this whole season, um, but has there really been any indication that we are going to get both of them in the same episode or like together? I feel I like there was an article see. that said we would. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think it was Michelle Gomez who was talking about being face to face. Okay. With... All right. Cool. That's my understanding. Scratch That's what I was just going to say. Scratch <laughs> it. That's cool. fine. And and interestingly enough, you know, when, when Missy kind of uh, reveals to Bill how she was able to defeat the monks before we get our other possible alternate title reference because, oops. <laughs> Kill Bill. Kill Bill, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get it? All right, I'll leave. see what oh, I did there. Man. Yeah, so Bill is the, the linchpin is what we find out. Yeah. And as they as they are kind oh <laughs> some idiot asks for their help and he side eyes Bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, fair. That's fair. But she did it out of love, okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. so there. And when Missy finds out it's Bill, she's <laughs> awkward i thought just it's uh she's so great that's so great I, I i love that she started playing um oh, oh my god what song I, was it music. Do, 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 do. um oh man i, I can't it, remember what song to, it was my dad used to it's the um the entertainer it's called the <laughs> entertainer my dad used to play it on piano all the time is it do 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 yes is that the one? Yeah. Yes, that's the one. Thank you. Cool. You did a better job of it than I did. You named oh, it. Yeah. You named yeah. it. Yeah, well, I reached back into my childhood to pull it out apparently. <laughs> oh. So Can I do one more one more thing about Missy real quick? Yeah, go for Absolutely. it. Cool. Um, I really liked after Bill and the doctor left the vault and there was uh there was the I think a bit of narration from Missy where she was basically defining the type of good that the doctor abides by and how it basically how it's it's arrogant and it's sentimental and it's different from how Missy would be good. But that doesn't mean that Missy couldn't be good. Right. Yeah. I really like what she said about how like basically like her, her advice and her like telling them about the monks, like that was her, that was her helping, even if it meant Bill had to die. Yes. Yeah. She's like, I am. I, that was a good thing to do, not by your definition, because they have different definitions. Mm-hmm. And that was really, really poignant and interesting. So we find out that to undo all of the monks' work that they have done, Bill basically has to die or turn into an empty husk, whatever Missy had said she had to do. Oh yeah. And we go back to, I guess, I don't know. The TARDIS isn't in this at all. Now that I think about it. At all? No, no, no. It's a Tardisless adventure. We're just—they're on what? They, what do they call it? The prison ship? Yes. So they—they're on the prison ship with their little crew, yes. and they decide they have to infiltrate the pyramid. 
And I believe the doctor, he figures out because, oh, because there is one monk that is tied kind of like into Bill's promise and the asking of help. So there's like a direct link there. So I, mm-hmm. they they go there to basically disrupt that link. The doctor's going to plug himself in. And he's like, I'll just, you know, I'll give them all the, oh. the real memories. And maybe, I'll, you know, maybe I'll change some stuff like racism and people who talk in <laughs> movies. Well, yeah, the latter for sure. I am mean, a both. Obviously. Both. Yeah, both. Taylor. Definitely both. both. Def- sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Always both. Always both. <laughs> um. It was kind of funny. I don't know if either of you are familiar with the British soap EastEnders. Nope. Um, I am not. What I only am because it would sometimes come on on PBS when I was young. But there's always this kind of overhead shot of like the map of the part of London uh, that this show takes place in. And, and I would almost bet dimes to dollars to donuts that when they have that overhead shot of where the monk's pyramid is the the bend in the thames looks really familiar i'm like i think they just stole the east enders map and stuck the the pyramid pyramid (laughs) on it but if there's an east enders fan out there who can correct me you know that was a cool effect too i thought the effect was very nice so we enter the pyramid everyone is given (laughs) walkmans or beats headphones yeah with uh, Bill's voice basically reassuring them that nothing is nothing is real. This is the mission, and I loved it because we're in the battle, and like there's gunfire, there's screaming, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, but we don't really hear it until the tape recorder is busted. And I thought that was some good stuff, as I wrote in my notes. Yeah, I thought that was a really that was a really cool choice uh, to keep it to keep like the goings on silent. Yes. And have all that be very secondary to uh, to what was keeping them all focused, which yeah. was Bill's voice. And then as soon as we got rid of the tape recorder, we got some cool Nine Inch Nails style music, which is always <laughs> yeah, good by me. Yeah, we did kind of, didn't we? Yeah, a little bit. But also speaking of, I guess, something only I know about, let's go back to, we had some fun with video editing throughout this episode. Yeah. Where we got How the did little... you guys feel about that? I, Lauren, go ahead. Uh, do you mean like the like the little spurts of like the truth and like, yes? Re- okay, um, I liked it. I thought it, it definitely served a purpose. Like it made it pretty clear what was happening. I I also enjoyed it. I was afraid when we get it a couple of times in the first couple of minutes that it was going mm-hmm. to consume the episode. Which I guess if you're telling this story, wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Uh, but I, I didn't. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think they overused it. And yeah, I thought it looked pretty cool. I want a shirt with that that little symbol on it. Yeah, I thought that the logo <laughs> design for that was hat, great. John, let's be honest. A hat. Probably a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I had the same concern that you did, John. I think I was a little concerned that it was going to be a little bit more prevalent. Um, but once I kind of understood the purpose of the statues all over the world, yeah. kind of to boost that uh that signal that that was kind of like you know a way of kind of driving that subliminal message home kind of kind of kind of like the the voiceovers um that we got from bill throughout the episode i'm I'm not kind of used to voiceovers as much in doctor who as maybe in other shows but in hindsight once we kind of got to the ending and how that played out i'm like okay this now i see why we've got these yeah. voiceovers because bill's talking to her mom and everything through and i'm like okay i see what you were setting up there toby i'm cool with it i feel like we've gotten way more voiceovers in the capaldi era than in any previous era of doctor does anybody mm. agree with that or disagree i feel like i've heard more voiceovers in this run than i have in previous ones but then again i haven't watched them recently yeah i don't think i'm i I don't think i can speak to that right now okay Hmm. (laughs) fair enough i'm not sure i mean i I definitely think i don't hate them i'm just it's just a (laughs) just something i i noticed when we were talking about that so the doctor tries to plug in to uh i guess this new the head monk he'd be the head monk i guess right we haven't seen him before the the monkey controller Yes, the monkey controller. <laughs> and it's not really working. It's kind of working, but it, it's not not good. He gets blown back off of this this little... He, yep. He, he does. Yeah. <laughs> he goes um, flying. 
I really, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I, I like how confident I feel like 12 has been uh, so far this season. He's been very, um, very show offy. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, he's been like vocally more, more confident about his skills or how smart he is. Yes. Um, you know, like in this episode, he said, you know, this machine, oh, this doesn't, this machine doesn't stand a chance yeah. against being plugged into his brain. And I think yeah. last episode, he said something about saving the world with his hands tied behind his back or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then. And then Yep, or like while being blind or yes you know it just i like it i like it i also i didn't like that his plan didn't work. yeah <laughs> whatever well he can eat, eat his hat sometimes it's fine. <laughs> is that a saying eat your hat eat a hat yeah mm-hmm. cool good i would kind of does, it, does it mean what i what i think it means uh yeah i mean basically it's the whole you know oh man if i'm totally wrong about this i'm gonna eat my hat cool great yep yep you, you got it Good thing he doesn't yeah. have a hat. <laughs> right? Well, in this episode. Right. Can I say that can I say that real quickly that the like shields that these monks had. Oh. That was cool. The uh, were neat. they they were like they almost looked like lightning. Like they had made them out of lightning and then they became like solid. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah, it didn't remain it didn't remain a digital effect. Yeah. I mean they they built some practical ones, you could tell. And it, I'm just like, those are really neat. It looked like they three D printed it kind of. Uh, probably, yeah. They probably did, yeah. Looked pretty sweet. So fake news central, doctor gets I put he gets got because he does. <laughs> he gets got. <laughs> and he gets we have an awkward I don't I don't know if it was just the cut I watched, but we had an awkward fade out. It was just very awkward. It was like a slow fade out. I feel like when, I don't know. That's just me being nitpicky, guys, okay? (laughs) A a weird fade out when the doctor was blown back Yes, when he was fading? Yes. It just seemed like, I don't know. I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. Anyway, (laughs) add it to the notes. Mm -hmm. Bill ties up the doctor and says, hey, I got this. And he says, no, you shouldn't do that. And he says, she says, well, I'm gonna. That's basically how that scene went. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the doctor's panic ugh, makes me upset when people don't. Yeah. He, I mean, I feel like he knows, right? She should. But but also, I would like to point out, and I wish she had she has said this in a, in a past episode or in this episode. He did say she was in charge. This is true. Right, that was even in in Thin Ice. I think he first mentioned it. Yeah, like he calls mm-hmm. her he calls her the boss, and then he makes her make the decision about whether or not they're going to free this big yeah this big yeah. fish that was referenced in this episode, which I thought was very yes. clever. Very oh, clever. that was a, what does he say? That was a hidden a hidden yeah, message, that was a, a coded message. <laughs> I yes. was like, no, I don't like any of this. <laughs> um. And I mean, we didn't even really talk about the scene when Bill returns to her apartment and is talking to her mom. Um, and I think Nardole asks, who are you talking to? It's like, oh, I'm talking to my mom. I guess like the the image that she has of her mom, which was put there because the doctor thought he was doing a nice thing, but he was mm-hmm. technically saving the world. <laughs> and, he, and he mentioned and took credit for that. Yes, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was still more of a more of a happy accident. Yes, let's be honest. Because had had that not been there, you know, and and the monks were able to basically infiltrate Bill's brain and take over. I mean, it would have been game over. Yep, they did. They had to the end. I really like that. This, you know, that Bill focusing on the imaginary friend version of her mom, like the version of her mom that she's created from the mm-hmm. memories that the doctor provided. Like that's because it's not real. The monks couldn't rewrite it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was a really, really cool loophole. I think it totally played. It really, I think it really worked no, super it, well. It did. I thought it was Absolutely. very clever way to get out of this. Much mess. the appreciation of imaginary friends everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's pretty much it. We uh, The memory of Bill's mom kind of breaks the hold that the monks have on our planet and everyone starts to like punch them or just kind of grab at them. That was, I know. I mean, I would have punched one directly in the face. Those people were just trying to grab at it. I would have like jumped. I would have done anything to punch one of them. Dude, Be honest, John, you would have given them the people's elbow. I probably would have. Um, I probably would have tried a, a, a better takedown first, maybe like an arm drag or, okay, fair. I don't know. I haven't really decided. Mm-hmm. Flying head scissors. 
Yeah. Well, okay. I'll figure that out when when this this made up scenario happens in real life. Mm. Uh, I, I will say though, if you're looking to pummel one of the monks, um, there were only twelve of them. Oh yes, apparently that there they weren't as many as uh, as I think we were led to believe, and as many as the people of Earth in the episode were led to believe. Yeah, you know, it's it's only a dozen or so of these monks. So you might have to fight a lot of people to get your grubby little hands on a true. monk That's in this true. fake scenario. Uh, so don't get your hopes up. Don't like all right, fine. set your heart. I'm just, I support you, but also Thank I don't want you to be disappointed. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, The pyramid just like took off and yeah. flew away. Yes. That was a little silly. <laughs> like, all right, see it. That visual was silly. It's the flying pyramid. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's. I suppose it was better than it, you know, kind of lifting off and being like, "Oh, we're out of here!" Zing. <laughs> you know, just even a slow lift off. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm cool with that. That's fine. Do you think we'll see the monks again, or is this it? I feel like three, three episodes is good. This is it, and they've already been yeah. figured out. Yeah, they've been their mysteries totally been solved. They've been defeated. Bye bye. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, Lauren's right. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And. <laughs> We are uh, we're back at the college and we're hanging out and I believe the doctor says humanity is doomed to never learn from their mistakes. It's really quite annoying. And Bill says it's one of their charms. And I, all right, Bill. <laughs> and we get exactly it's true, isn't it? Yeah, we get a fan- well, which is another another topical warning. Yes, about situations oh my God. that are happening all over the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that wasn't just a, that isn't just a throwaway choice for them to oh, no. decide that people <laughs> on Earth don't remember what's happened for the last six months. Yeah, uh, it's it's another warning. So thank you, Doctor Who. We get it. <laughs> I mean, we get it. Yeah, we do. But sadly, they don't. Most of the I... world doesn't. I mean, everyone should watch Doctor Who. I think is what we're getting at. You can learn great yeah. things from it. I've been telling telling everyone who will listen that for years, but you know. <laughs> It's hard. It's somehow a hard sell. I don't know why. And then we get another classic doctor line when he's talking to Bill. Amongst seven billion, there's someone like you. That's why I put up with the rest of them. Did I cry? Did I? Yeah, you did. Yes, <laughs> I did. I sure did. And I will not be judged. No, you will not. This is thank a judge free zone. Thank you for not thank you for not judging me. I appreciate it. Um, you're you're in a safe space. I I, te- I teared up and it was a really sweet moment. Yeah. Cuz I mean, this episode for Bill emotionally. I mean, it has been a roller coaster. Yes. Mm-hmm. It it truly has been. You know, she went from uh you know, from feeling the the guilt of everything of like the state of the world on her shoulders because it was her choice to feeling betrayed by the doctor and being punished for what she did was for him. Yeah. yeah. And then she um, tried to kill the doctor. I still, ugh. Anyway. Um, tried to kill the doctor, then tried to justify sacrificing herself. Right. Twice. And then she reached a point of acceptance where that's what had to happen. And she was going all in. Yeah. And then that just happened to not have to be the case. So it has been just crazy up and down for Bill this this episode specifically. Um, After six months of living under this oppressed rule. Yeah. So let's not gloss over that. She was there for six friggin' months uh, dealing with that. So, I mean, I like that it ended on a a little positive. Oh, the doctor doctor does love me. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think she deserved that. So. Yes, she did. Oh, my God. She did so much for him. (laughs) She did. And now she gets to do homework for him. Yep. <laughs> oh, that essay. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, I mean, we end the episode in the vault again, which uh, I don't know if I said earlier. I love the design of that room. I thought it was really mm-hmm. cool. I love that she's behind a force field. I didn't know she was at first. Yeah. I thought it was just, you know, just a little canopy that she was hanging out under. But nope. <laughs> With some nice ambient lighting in the in the, in the beams. Yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> Yeah, Missy is feeling some feels, it seems, about her past is it, decisions. Is it bad that I, I'm a little disappointed? I, I I thought she was going to be, like, out of the vault and, like, unleashing havoc on the monks herself. And Oh, you know, I thought, I, I kind of wanted the same thing. 
Okay. Bernardo was like, has it come to that? Yeah. Like, oh, they're going to let her out to play. Nope. That would have right. been amazing. Yeah. I nope. would have loved that. I would have loved to just seen a monk in full just sprint back to Pyramid at the sight of Missy. I think that would have been <laughs> oh, funny. I would love for them, like a quick little like montage of them like accessing their memory banks. And it's mm-hmm. just like Missy wreaking havoc on them and on different planets. Yes. <laughs> I'll write that fanfic, guys. I will write. I it will for read you. it. I will absolutely read. Perfect. That. Good. So yeah, that was that was the lie of the land. I thought it was pretty good. I, I liked it. I had a good time. I think it capped off this trilogy nicely. This three and a half episode trilogy. Yeah, and a half. <laughs> yeah. Well, two questions though. Oh, before we mm-hmm. okay. Two questions. Let's look at at just these th- three. Okay, th- and a half episodes. I ca- okay, so uh-huh. Lauren, I count the half because that's where the blindness started. In oxygen. In oxygen. Okay. All right. Which is fair because it plays through this. That's yeah. fine. Um, could either of you, or both of you, you can obviously both chime in. <laughs> um, is there another Doctor classic current, whichever, that you could see this trilogy working well with? Ooh. Good question. Thank you. Very good question. Lauren, go for it. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> let me let me think. Dodging the question. I'm not dodging. No, I'm saying I dodge, I dodged the question. <laughs> oh, okay. Then yes, you totally are. Um, let's see. Um I mean I I I, I could see <laughs> Hart Hartnell. I could see That would be interesting. I could see that. I could also see Troughton. Mainly because I love Troughton so much. Mm. I any of the moderns? I don't think so. I think this. I say hard no on the moderns. Yeah, I hard feel no like no one knew who doctors. This is yeah. A, I feel like a distinctly twelve adventure. And Taylor, to answer your question um, mm-hmm. earlier, um, I have very limited experience with classic Who so far. That's that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. I didn't want to make that assumption. So yeah, that is that is true. I need an education, oh. and I am working on that. I uh, I think we've got some people here in the room, virtually, <laughs> who can certainly help you with that. Oh, that's or, right. I can, <laughs> and I will. And that's exactly what I was referencing. Oh, <laughs> unless you have a room full of people over there that can help, I don't know. Not at the moment. Oh. I just have a, a sleeping five and a half year old over at his room. Ah, all right. Yeah. Well, fair. Um, so yeah, I'd say one or two. Uh, who else? Who else would be? I don't know. I think that's about. I think that's about it. Taylor, what about you? I mean, uh, I, Tom I, Baker could probably do any story at any time. Just let's go with that. I feel yeah, like he could do probably. this one too. But I don't know. I feel like this is one, two, and twelve. I feel like that's good enough. One, two, and twelve. I I kind of. I mean, I I definitely I like the choices. Um, and, and this is probably my own biases. I, I would almost love to see this kind of story with like seven. Of course. Uh, uh, yeah, naturally, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, I think, I think it would be very kind of just to be a little wild. I almost would like to see six handle this. Oh my God. Okay. But just, just <laughs> to see kind of how bonkers it gets. The, Look, that's just, like a, just what I know about his costume <laughs> his outfit says that that would be madness. It, yeah, it, it probably would be classic '80s bonkers Doctor Who. In fact, I read an article that was talking about a later episode in in this season, and the article used the word bonkers a few times. That I'm like, okay, wait a second, are we starting to influence <laughs> the rest of uh, uh, fandom here with with our overuse of bonkers? I mean, Taylor, the the numbers are up. So maybe they are. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Thank you, listeners. Yes, thank you, new um, listeners. But before we wrap up, I have I have one more question, um, and this Lauren specifically is for you because John and I talked about this last week. Who of the people already announced it? Uh, Gallifrey one for next year. Are you excited to see? Oh boy. Um. Ah. I don't know. Um. <laughs> uh. Actually. Um. Probably Rachel Talley. Excellent. Sarah. Yeah, that's a great choice. Oh, no. Direct, like, yeah, uh, di- director. Yeah. She's been directing a couple. She's directed a couple episodes. She did um, Heaven Sent and yeah. Hellbent, and she did the pilot. Um, well, yeah, and I think she's doing the Christmas special this year. She is. Yeah. So I mean, she's uh, 
I, I'm a big I'm a big fan of of women in the industry, and she is doing a great job. I mean, I I think I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing her words of advice and guidance and about her experience being a female director on Doctor Who. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm Perfect. I'm especially I mean, short of seven and ace. I mean, obviously, I'm looking forward to. Uh, uh, hearing what a lot of the people who have written and directed for season 10, uh, Sarah Dollard, especially, I'd love yes. to hear what she has to say. Yes. Ugh. Oh my goodness. Um, I love the stuff that she's done. I think she's really knocked him out of the park. So I'm in yes, ice was wonderful. And, yes. Yes. Wasn't it? They did a really good job at getting, um, writers and directors for next year's galley. I think more so yeah. than previous years. I'm very excited for, I am too. I want, I want to see what panels kind of come out of, these people being here because it's going to be you know ones that I definitely want to go to yeah I feel like this this coming Gallifrey one I'm definitely going to be more um I'm going to be because this past Gallifrey one I feel like I was more of like a floater like I, I wasn't very structured but this coming Gallifrey mm-hmm. one I'm, I'm going to be more confirmed um, more uh <laughs> hearing what cool people have to say so I mean it's right on. uh yeah I'm uh I'm pretty excited and I think when panels start to open I might throw my name in there do it. yeah dude <sighs> yeah i think i'm gonna do it especially yeah. if there's a podcasting one i'm gonna do that for sure but absolutely yeah we'll see absolutely. we still got a lot of time i know we can dream though well you have time to time to think of a kind the type of podcast that you would want to be a part of and you could submit it yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah so, do that do that too. yeah i didn't submit last year because there i feel like there's nothing that i could speak to with enough authority to have a microphone yeah. in my hand in front of a crowd of people. Um, but I really enjoyed being on the um, Farewell Impossible Girl panel yes. at the Gallifrey before last. I really loved that. Nice. That was a great panel. For what it's it worth, I've been I've been watching Doctor Who and have been a fan of it since, to my best estimation, May of 1986. And I still don't feel like I'm a fan <laughs> of really speak on anything. <laughs> You know, yeah. I always find somebody who's like got far more encyclopedic knowledge of things than I do. And I think I know a lot. Well, <laughs> if you think that way, you'll never get anything done. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> Fair point. There's my confidence right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Lauren, I, as you stated earlier, man, what a fantastic intro I gave you. You did. It was so good. Thank but you. I would still. You're welcome. I would still like you to uh, let people know where they can find you on the internet and other things that you would like to plug. Sure. Um, you find find me on laurenbancroft.com. Um, I do comedy, and I usually post my shows up there um, on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Bancroft. That's B A N C R O F F E D. And um, I love me some Instagram. So let's be friends. <laughs> Follow me there. And I we'll, think that might be it. You already mentioned the the festival next weekend. I and, did. Um, I'm on the the Burbs. The, we're a house sketch team for the, at the Nerdist Improv School. We have a show on the third Saturday of every month uh, at the Nerdist School. So check that out. Doctor Who Happy what Place. What? Doctor Who Happy Place. Oh, geez, thank you. Um, I also <laughs> producing and uh, co-host uh, a web series called Doctor Who Happy Place. It's very silly. It's on YouTube. Check it out. What else, John? What else do I? Have? Why am I not able to plug my own business? I think that's. I think that's everything. You said you said car lunch with Lauren. I did festival burbs. Doctor Who happy place. Um, I have to say, I, I always enjoy car lunch with Lauren. That's always very entertaining. Yeah. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. very much. It it really it's so silly to me because I make it for myself, and then mm-hmm. people seem to miss it when it's gone. I'm like, that is so foolish. I'm just eating in my car. <laughs> You know, one of my favorite things is last year my mom came out to visit me mm-hmm. and I had just started doing Car Lunch with Lauren and my mom hadn't watched an episode of it, which is kind of silly because they're like a minute long, mom. You can watch <laughs> you can watch Car Lunch with Lauren. I'm your daughter. Um, but she she hadn't watched it. So she came out to visit and we got some in and out and we started. I'm like, we're going to record an episode. So I put I put like the camera up on my dashboard. I hit record and I like gave her her burger and we, I started eating and she's like, what now? And I'm like, no, mom, this is literally it. It's just, my she's, yeah, my she's like, what do I, what am I, what do I say anything? I'm like, you can, you can say whatever you want to say. I'm going to watch it through, take a bit to post and then post it. You can do whatever you want. Don't embarrass yourself or do mom. Okay. This is car lunch with Lauren. Do whatever you want. 
It was, it's very, it's very silly. I don't think she watches it, but, you know. It's hard to get the uh, parental units to do media stuff. Though I don't know if yeah. I'd want my parents listening to any of my podcasts. Except this one. I had an idea, I guess, yeah. while we're just talking. Uh, I had an idea because my mom promised me that she would start watching Doctor Who, where I yep. would... Uh, <laughs> I would... She would watch a season, and then I would sit her down in the studio and be like, so what'd you think? And then we would just talk about it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That. But that would... Might that might take a while? Yeah, it probably. Actually, my mom is pretty good about watching. Anyways, this this is not about my mom. It could, could be. be. Oh wow! All right. <laughs> kind of jinx. Not yeah, jinx. A, a kind of jinx. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to run through uh, these plugs now, shall we? Sure. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter or search The Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Apex Buddha. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Podcastica and rate and review us as well, please. Apparently that helps us, and we would like your help, and we would appreciate it. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Podcastica shirts. And somewhat more importantly, we have three new just NOTLG designs. Uh, I'm currently wearing the uh, What a Time to Be Undead one. And then we also have We we Get It, You Have a Podcast. So check out those shirts. They're relatively cheap, and we would appreciate the support. And also check out the Y-Axis. They do our theme song. Twitter is at the Y axes. Their Facebook is facebook.com slash the Y axes. And you can check them out on Spotify. And they're also on Bandcamp, the Y axes.bandcamp.com. All of that information and more will be in the show notes. Uh, Lauren, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. You're most mm-hmm. welcome. And uh, join, you know, we didn't even do the next time. Next time is the, uh, the, oh, em- yeah. the Empress of Mars starring everyone and someone is the Ice Queen. And, uh, yeah, Mark Gaddis writ- wrote it, and uh, hopefully it's better than uh, Sleep No More. Oof, man. What a terrible oh episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, we will see you guys uh, next week. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Oh, we did it. Man, podcasting's hard, you guys. <laughs> That should be your next shirt. Uh, It should.